Greetings. I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. My name is Father John, and I want to welcome you to this podcast, which is this weekend boost to set your heart on the path of love for God and love for one another. We pray a psalm together, hear a scripture passage, and then I will share a brief reflection to lift our spirits and discover perhaps an idea, a thought, that challenges and assists you towards spiritual growth and a strong dynamic conviction to accept and follow Jesus. And now, my brothers and sisters, let us lift our hearts in prayer. Psalm 33. Blessed the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. Upright is the word of the Lord, and all his works are trustworthy. He loves justice and right. Of the kindness of the Lord, the earth is full. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. By the breath of his mouth, all their hosts. For he spoke, and it was made. He commanded, and it stood forth. See, the eyes of the Lord are upon those who fear him, upon those who hope for his kindness, to deliver them from death and preserve them in spite of famine. Our soul waits for the Lord, who is our help and our shield. May your kindness, O Lord, be upon us who have put our hope in you. Bless the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. Our reading today is from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 28, verse 16 to 20. The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had ordered them. When they all saw him, they worshipped, but they doubted. Then Jesus approached and said to them, All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. Today, my friends, we celebrate the most holy solemnity of the Trinity. What do we know? One God, three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is the only place where I can say one plus one plus one equals one. Just saying that, however, does not mean that you and I know God. One of the things that we have not been able to do during this very long pandemic is shake hands or embrace another person. This has been difficult for a child to embrace her elderly mother or not being able to greet each other at mass. But one thing is for sure, our God has never stopped being a part of our lives or touching us with God's immense love. Every time I get up in the morning or enter a church, I bless myself. Let's do that together right now. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And I must say, it feels so good to realize that it is God who is touching me 
and recognizing that I am God's child, that I am part of a most holy relationship. The Father who formed me, created me from the dust of the earth, the Son who redeemed me and set me free, the Spirit who sanctifies and reminds me that I am blessed, so loving and so compassionate. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, three persons. And every sign of the cross is the recognition that God is love. And in that love, I exist. You are love. I am love. As God shares love and brings you and me into that love, we live and breathe, you guessed it, love. This is what it means to be created in God's image. We are created to give generously. You know, I think of John's first letter, chapter 460, where he tells us that whoever does not love does not have God, for God is love. And if we claim to be of God but do not have love, we do not have God. And so what do we hear? God is love. And whoever remains in love remains in God and God in him. Every time we encounter another person, we encounter an opportunity to profess belief in the Trinity, to profess unity, and to profess concern for the other. If I hate, there is no way I know God. If I judge another, there's no way I am in God. So let others know God in your life. Take every opportunity to let others know God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit by the words you speak and your every action. In today's gospel, we hear, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. It is here that we recognize that our work is to bring others into this unity. Every Sunday, this is emphasized in the Apostles' Creed. We confess that we believe God as the Creator and Father. We believe in God as the Son, Jesus Christ. We believe in God as the Holy Spirit among us and in us. We profess this belief Sunday after Sunday, but has it just become words that we say every Sunday without really thinking about those words? Yes, we could talk doctrine and try to figure it all out with our heads and get frustrated because we cannot figure it out. Or, and I think it is a better way, to embrace the Trinity with our hearts and actually live and, 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 and follow in this relationship. How? First, you know, in Exodus chapter 4, verse 39, we hear, this is why you must now know and fix in your heart that the Lord is God in the heavens above and on earth below, and that there is no other. You must keep his statutes and commandments that I enjoin on you today. My brothers and sisters, there is no other God. We must let go of all of our idols. Pride. No one tells me how to live my life. Lust. The way I treat 
another. Idols like the television, the car, the phone, literally anything that separates us from the one true God. You and I are chosen and blessed. Bless the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. Second, we need to recognize that you and I are temples of the Holy Spirit. This means that I believe in God and as created in God's image, I respect myself and I respect you and I work at living a holy life. You and I are unique and very different. There is no doubt about that. And yet we are the church, one church, forming dynamic disciples. We are a community and we all play a part to make this family vibrant, sharing our gifts. We move from thinking that the building is the church to the reality that you and I are the church. Third, I fill up my car with gas, or now many plug it into a wall. And one of the plugs in my house had to be fixed this past week. So I started to think about the reality that I needed to plug in my hair dryer. I need to plug in things to get them going. And I started to reflect on the reality that we fall apart if we do not spend time plugged in, so to speak, to our God in prayer. God, who is the source of our strength, the source of everything that we do, the source of our courage. I think of all the saints who have gone before us, men and women, who always sought God's guidance along the way. And in that source of strength, they were able to say no to following the evil one. And yes, to always seeking God above all things. And so my brothers and sisters, I call all of us today to surrender our lives to the divine will. You know, I came across this beautiful prayer, a prayer of surrender to the divine will. And I'd like to pray it with you now. Most Holy Trinity, Godhead indivisible, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, our first beginning and our last end. You have made us in accord with your own image and likeness. Grant that all the thoughts of our minds all the words of our tongues, all the affections of our hearts, and all the actions of our being may always be conformed to your holy will. So may we, having seen you veiled in appearance here below by means of faith, come at last to contemplate you face to face in the perfect possession of, your for, of you forever in heaven, Amen. Have a great day, my friends. Be sure of my prayers.